welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love, and I've forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a couple of people, uh, Lindsay. Hello. And Daniel. Hi. This ends uh, one week of mostly kind of no- people who I talk- talked about a lot in the past. And uh, the person we're going to be talking about today, it's kind of a biggie, Rogue. Oh, I wondered if it would be. I was like, I hope we get to R. (laughs) And we made it. Yay. Okay, cool. So Rogue is actually not well represented in in the movies or in the shows, Hmm. really. Well, the 90s show did some good. I liked, yeah, the 90s show was fun. Not not true to her southern roots and her kind of style, right? The ninety show, yeah, it was. No, also, no, also I mean in the or... movies. Oh yeah. no, in in the movies, in the movies, yes, but also they don't touch on nearly any of the really cool stuff that she's did. Because I have yeah. a general like dislike for X Men stuff, but like Rogue and Nightcrawler, Beast, like few of the people. Some of them are, have I interesting like. stories, right? And then other people are just like. They pop in. Yeah. But but um, one of the first things I want to absolutely discuss is like her outfit. Uh, Which one? That's not been seen, I don't think. <laughs> Which one? Oh. Well, the, her Ooh, 80s one. I like one. it a lot. It's like super good. Someone would describe it. Oh my God, that thigh gap. Um, basically, she's in, she's in like a pretty much like a almost full like, like black black morph suit and she has like one of those like half shirts that's super popular in the 80s but it's like and super loose popular again <laughs> that are also popular again but there's like a 30 year there's like a 30 year gap for stuff being popular it seems like it it's like cyclical feels like we're kind of stuck in a in a time loop though with 90s and 80s though for for the last like 20 something years <laughs> but, yeah, but, kind of actually. Yeah, I can see that. But uh, yeah, she has. But she has like two very loose belts on. And um, what are those types of boots called? That these. Whereas oh, they're like really um, loose. They like slouch. Yeah, they're kind uh, of like, yeah, at the top. I, I know they have a name. They do. But you're absolutely right. I don't I, know what they are, and I don't know how I would even look it up. I am not that kind of gay. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> slouch boots. Are they literally called well, slouch? Okay. I googled slouch boots, and I found boots that look like that, and Nordstrom sells slouch boots, and well, so does Zappos. Well, there you well, go. Like, the main thing I also want to do, because it, it, it's like 80s, but not in the way that is obnoxious. It's like, it's just a very <laughs> cute version of it. It's tasteful. Um, tasteful yeah, and her, hair, her, her hair is like really good as well. It's because she has like that shock of white hair is almost like a mohawk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then like, it's like super good. Also, also it's like, she's like, she's in this picture. She's like fun and flirty. Yeah. Basically, just like, I'm, I'm fun. I'm pro it. She's she's single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Except she can't touch you because <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> That's she's small got detail. Issues. Yeah. <laughs> this was actually released right before she got into one of the most ill advised relationships she's ever been oh. in. It stated. Which one? Uh with Gambit. Oh uh, yeah. They got the married Cajun. recently too. 
They did? Oh, we'll, we'll get through some of her, uh, you know, history, but if you've seen, like, the 90s show, when she shows up very little in that one, but, uh, but you know, she's Southern and, and like, can't touch people, and she's, got she's like, kind of conflicted. She's, she's conflicted about it, has redhead with a shock of white hair. Did she have gloves on in that picture? Yeah, Did she I has gloves on. Missed Green it. gloves. It's like a real good outfit, though. It's like fun and flirty in a way, like, hey, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I have in control of like, this body, don't touch me. It's just like, well, no, it's just like, Look, hey, it would be nice if you could touch, but you can't. I will literally kill you within a minute. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, so she, her real name, her real name is Anna Marie. Mm-hmm. Very um, Southern. Her occupation is adventurer. Her identity is secret. So her legal status is she's a uh, United. She's a citizen of the United States with no criminal record, but is sought by Shield for murder, which is something that um, she was framed for, and she's also still a minor at this point. So mm. uh, in the eighties, yeah, in the eighties, yeah. yeah. Uh, Doctor, her former alias is Doctor Kellogg. Which really, yeah. So I guess she made a really bland cereal so people don't touch mm. themselves oh, oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and gave herself a title too yeah. yeah so well she's still a minor so it's like she can't be a doctor yet she's not like doogie hauser i was gonna say yeah <laughs> she's not neil patrick harris like <laughs> unless she was like going to middle school when she was six her her place of birth like I'm ninety, it says it's unknown at this point, but it's in somewhere in, uh, called, called Colt, Miss uh County, Mississippi. When when she, like later, but she is a uh, she's part of the X Men, former member of the Brotherhood of Mut- Evil Mutants too, and she currently is hanging out with uh, the X Men at. At her, uh, at Winchester. With, that was because with of her mom, right? Mm. That she was in the other thing before the X Men. Well, we'll no? get to we'll, we'll get to that. Okay, soon. Cool. sorry, I'm jumping so, ahead. <laughs> yeah, or we'll get to it soon. But um, so she first showed up in the Avengers Annual issue number ten by Friends Betrayed in 1981. That one had a bunch of uh, stories in it. Like one of them was uh, Spider Woman. Uh, hmm. The other one was uh, Mystique led uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutant story. Then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Iron Man being knocked out of action, and then Captain America being totally, totally defeated. Rip America! And apparently, apparently there is also a. A cameo appearance by the Uncanny X Men. Yeah, this because this would be post uh, Claremont taking over as well. So it's uh, the team that everyone thinks of, like Wolverine, Colossus, Storm, Colossus, Pride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, so yeah, so very little is known about Rogue's life before she discovered supreme powers. Not even her real name, which I think she just decided it was Anne Marie because she got agency over herself at one point <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah she grew up uh 
near the banks of the Mississippi River. One day, she was kissing a boy named Cody Robbins under a tree by the Mississippi. And when she kissed him, he became unconscious, and she discovered his mind was her mind was filled with Robin's memories. Unable to shut them out, she fled. And after a while, Robin's memories fade away in her head. But this is how Rogue began to learn that she had a mutant power to absorb people's memories and abilities by touching him or her with bare skin. And then she also learned that she could that she could not control the power at all. Which is which is why I think she tends to get like some of the more interesting costumes. They have because because she is a female character in, in comics, she has to still be fun and flirty and sexy. But they do manage to make her costumes really interesting and like layered and really cool. Her her skin is usually like completely covered, yeah. like in the picture that Jesse showed us, um, except for her face. To my knowledge, her face is never covered. Yeah, she's no. Well, honestly, she should probably just go a Spider Man route and wear like the the body condom, like he oh, does. One would oh think. One would think. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't cover her that. You can't cover that face, no, right? You can't. So. She, she, how are you supposed to see all that sass? Right. Uh. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think right now, I think right now her costume is like she's wearing kind of like, you know, a black morph suit type of thing. But she's, no, actually, no, no, that was a couple of years back. Uh, no, right now she's wearing like a, like a green and green, white and black outfit with like a, with like kind of a cape and a hood. Ooh, she's got a cape now. Uh, Rogue joined the second, uh, the second Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, who leaders was Mystique. And Mystique came to regard her as her surrogate uh, daughter. The second Brotherhood of Evil mutants became Freedom Force after Rogue left the group and joined the X-Men. Um, Freedom Force was the government's san- sanctioned mutant team to hunt down other mutants. Basically a bunch of basically a bunch of mutant terrorists were just like the president was just like, Hey, I want you to get rid of these other mutants. I'll give you a pardon. And Mystique was just like, Yoink. <laughs> <laughs> Ever the opportunist. So Mystique assigned Rogue to ambush the costume adventurer known as the uh, as the original Miss Marvel. So this is Carol Danvers, mm-hmm. and to absorb mm-hmm. the uh, latter's superhuman powers, so that Rogue could use them to free the other uh, members of the Brotherhood from. Rogue battled uh, Miss Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and absorbed her memories and superhuman powers, but something went wrong. Uh, the the transfer became permanent. So she now possesses the superhuman powers and memories of of Carol Danvers. And for a very long time, Carol Danvers did not have the power her powers at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. And and that's a thing to that she still she still has Ms. Marvel's powers to this day. Yeah. It's just for whatever reason, the movie is just like, why don't we not make her cool? I yeah. guess. <laughs> Let's tone her down a little bit. <laughs> How long um, were Carol Danvers' powers not with her? For a very long time. Uh, when when they came back, it was, uh, she became binary and she basically was like a cosmic powered version of her previous form, which kind of boosted her up to where she is now. Like she's just extremely powerful. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And and Rogue also has those powers. So she can fly, shoot energy bolts, super strength and stuff, but don't know why the movies never was just like Right. Let's make Budget Rogue concerns. as cool as she is. Budget concerns. Because that's a lot of effects. And they also had a lot of other characters doing like Magneto. This is true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They could have chosen because I mean the first X Men movie, I mean, if we're gonna talk about budgets and movies and everything, um, that was all about her. She was the main focal yeah, point. Yeah, you're right. Like, and you're right. in a while, lot of ways throughout the series, she has been the focal point because people want to steal her, kidnap her because she's so powerful and has this kind of potential to, you know, take down the Thanos killer or whatever. Now that, like, Marvel actually owns the rights to X-Men and Fantastic Four and stuff now, mm-hmm. it'd be kind of, like, honestly they could kind of just shy away from doing, like, major X-Men stuff if they can just bring the stuff that, like, at least touches the Marvel Universe. Because you could reuse Rogue as an introductory character, X-Men, into the MCU. Through, well, it's, and I didn't know this, this history with Rogue and um, Captain Marvel, and so maybe Captain Marvel could be an, uh... Like, also, Captain Marvel, or Ms. Marvel, or Carol Danvers... She gets kicked while she's down a lot. Right. Like, just a lot. Um, And she also likes to go through titles a lot. Not as much as uh, Hank Pym. You know, you can probably do some pretty interesting things. I trust Marvel to make a good X-Men movie more than I trust Fox, who's only made, like, two good X-Men movies. Fox has been, yeah, not, not the best studio so far. In terms of this franchise. So, when she absorbed Miss Marvel's powers and memories, she went temporarily insane. And uh, through the defeated, unconscious Danvers from the Golden Gate Bridge, the site of their battle, Danvers uh, did survive. As a member of the Brotherhood, she battled the X-Men, the Avengers, original Spider-Woman, Dazzler, Rom. Um, and we're going to be talking about Rom next week. Uh, Rom the Space Knight, who is very interesting and is no longer a canon character in Marvel. Oh! We'll talk about that a little bit more in detail Hmm. later. Oh. There's really interesting rights. Not disputes. Not disputes. It's split up weirdly. However, she was always in anguish over the fact that she could not control her absorption powers. Uh, And she also feared that she she was going insane because she couldn't rid herself of basically a second consciousness. Inside her head. Oh, is that how that works? Like, it's like a second... It's like a copy of the person? Well... Or can be? Or at least in that case. We'll talk a little bit more about how her powers work in detail once we hit that section. But basically, she had Carol Danvers in her head. And basically, because she couldn't rid herself of Carol Danvers' memories and emotional patterns, she was unsure whether her emotional reactions was her or Danvers'. Um, The Brotherhood was not able to provide her with enough help, so in anguish, she begged Professor X to aid her, and she was admitted into the X-Men on a provisional basis, but she quickly proved herself as loyal, brave, and capable. Uh, She's now a full-fledged member of the X-Men and regarded as a friend by her teammates. Um, She still has not learned to control her absorption power, nor will she ever, because I think if you take that away from her, she... It, she becomes less of a tragic character. 
Yeah, yeah. it's like it's mm-hmm. like taking Wolverine's claws away from him because it's also his her power. You know. Yeah, and and when you take Wolverine's claws away from him, he tends to get them back pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Oh, <laughs> this is kind of when she was first showing up, though. Like she hasn't had a lot of uh, story lines yet. That was focused specifically on her. Um, there are some other. There are some other um, storylines that are very important, such as um, the the mutant massacre, uh, which is when basically the the reavers went to the sewers and took out a bunch of Morlocks. And she was also one of the main team members when she uh, when they after that when when the a bunch of the X Men were considered dead, quote unquote, mm. and unseeable, and they lived in the outback basically hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. And she was one of the Australian team. Yeah, that's members. what I was gonna ask. I th- it's like when you say outback, it's actual Australian. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. She also just. She was going through a lot of stuff. Her own solo stories tend to kind of revolve around her and her personal relationship with Gambit, who, let me tell you, is what sleaze incarnate. I don't understand why yeah. anyone likes him, <laughs> but <laughs> because everyone likes the bad boys. Well, okay. Well, here here's the thing. At at certain points, writers were like, "Why do people like Gambit?" Of course, it's because he's cool. Like. As a person who knows that Gambit is super sleazy, I'm just like, holy crap, he's so cool. Like, still. And <laughs> and at one point, it was in the comics, it was just like, well, maybe he has the ability to just send off this pheromone to make everyone like him. <laughs> that extends, like, into the actual world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where like real it- people. <laughs> yeah, he's super um, appealing. Like, like, yeah. yeah, like, the thing is, is, like, he makes no sense. Uh, I, I, we're never gonna we're not gonna talk about Gambit in this because he was like later like like 90s later mm-hmm. um so it's past this timeline but but Gambit his outfit doesn't make any sense even though at the same time when I look at it I'm just like that's so cool but at the same time just like no that's not cool why do you like that find it so cool but, and like, no, first- no one would let that like he wears like a trench coat right no okay no mm-hmm. uh, that's that's not even the most version. egregious part. Um, <laughs> he has a breastplate, like an actual like metal breastplate, like uh, boots that are still tipped and healed. He has a wow. bow staff, and he has like one of those weird like partial face helmets things. Oh, does your gambit have like longish, like kind of greasy hair? Yeah. No, no, oh, okay. no, I have a specific thing in mind. I'm just like, yeah, I, w- I would probably kiss that person, like, once. <laughs> but, 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 like, he makes those... Also, he's a teeve and assassin. Um, so, Wait, Channing Tatum is playing Gambit? <laughs> but she does not look like a Gambit. You need someone sleazier and scrawnier. Yeah. But, like, he's just no... He's no good. He's no good. Also, he has like a glow- he has red eyes and stuff. His also his mm. powers is so cool. Like to be able to kinetically charge stuff to make them into like mini bombs is like one of the cooler powers. Yeah, and like it, they yeah. go it like goes like this magenta color too. Like he just like mm-hmm. he has a lot going mm-hmm. for him. 
as well while also being just one of the sleaziest grossest dudes you like just he's greasy like you could feel the grease come <laughs> off of him yeah <laughs> he is pretty cool i mean i remember reading about him in the comic books and even growing up he was one of my favorite ones because he was so cool but mm. he was always just like totally in it for himself and dickish in a way like He's like a chaotic neutral character. Not like Catwoman. Not like a chaotic neutral. He's more... um, He's charming and just a massive jerk at the same time. I mean, he's totally a sociopath. Like, that's a thing. Also, another thing, too, is like, he's just number one horn dog as well. (laughs) And it's just like... Like why? Why are you so into him? Hmm. But also at the same time, I would probably be into him. Yeah, which is I so am also weird. into him. He's like, <laughs> you're so dirty, but I want you. <laughs> like, like he's like he's like that like uh he's like that boyfriend like one of your friends will have and be like he's cool to be around, but you definitely should not be with him. <laughs> but but yeah, he's good for a toss here and there, but that's about it. Yeah, but they're married now, so... Um, but yeah, let's get to her deets. Um, so she's 5'8", uh, weighs 120. That explains the thigh gap. Yeah. yeah, it does. God, I wish I weighed one. No, I don't. That's too skinny, actually. That's anorexic. <laughs> well, she's, That's, she's, also, yeah. she's also a teenager, uh, and she has green green eyes and brown hair with a bleach a bleach white streak. So she has the ability to lift at least 50 tons. And if she wanted to, she can get even stronger by being like, hey, Colossus, let me use your power for a moment. Can I just borrow some of that? Thanks. (laughs) Some, like... I, if I remember, I like I don't remember what story this is from, but I remember very, very specifically, like... Well, like, she was, like, one of the only ones left, and she needed to, like, take out a bunch of people, and, like, she just, like, she basically just stole Cyclops' powers for, like, a little bit, and, like, just obliterated everything, because she didn't have anything, <laughs> like, like, she, she stole, she stole, uh, Cyclops' portal eyes to the punch dimension. But didn't have the, uh, protective lenses. Yeah. Right. Also, I, I think I need to reiterate, like every single time, Cyclops does not shoot lasers. He shoots pure kinetic blasts out of his portal eyes. That's a good clarification because I did not know that. Yeah, there's no heat. It's concussive force. Portal eyes. Yes, this his is... eyes are portals to a dimension of pure kinetic energy. Wow. It is. It is. It's pretty great. <laughs> So really, okay. really, like it, the, when you look into his eyes, it's not like a, it's not like a window into a soul. It's a window into a, just Another a really dimension. bad dimension yeah. to be in if you're not protected. <laughs> actually, don't look into his eyes. Actually, <laughs> don't don't ever look into his eyes. I'm looking at Eugene Gray. Like, I, actually, I hate Cyclops. So um, he's he's annoying. You don't like James Marsden. <laughs> oh no, James Marston. James Marston, I like. I don't like Cyclops. <clears throat> Let's talk about her superpower. So when she's absorbs powers, it's not like just limited to. It's not just limited to like superhuman powers. She can also absorb abilities. So like, let's say someone okay. who is just uh, the the face for steroid usage, Captain America. Oh, the Dorito. 
uh, like whenever she absorbed his powers, he was she was able to become peak human. If this was before she had superhuman powers. It's not known yet if she can absorb like psionic abilities. I think she can. I might have to check because she mostly takes like more physical powers. Yeah, but also the lasers. Weird. No, she could take psionic powers. Yeah, she can one hundred percent can the kinetic beams. Yeah. Well, she can take. <laughs> well, that's technically that's technically an expulsion of energy out of a portal. <laughs> it's it's something physical. No, but she can take psionic abilities. They just didn't absorb. They just didn't go into that yet. She can absorb other people's memories and gain. She but she also ab- absorbs like the emotional responses connected to them. So mm-hmm. if she was to take the. The powers of someone who was like super in love with someone, she would also become super in love with that person. Unfortunate, right? She like gets to she feels how it is to be that person, basically. Yeah, but she she normally can keep keep them under control, but sometimes she can be overwhelmed by the emotions, and she would act as if the person who she's being overwhelmed by. Such as the Juggernaut, where she absorbed his oh powers God. and oh it became. Oh it was just like, "Hey, I really hate my stepbrother, Professor Xavier." That's that's not ideal. That's hilarious. Well, I mean, I mean I everyone should hate Professor Xavier. He's a very bad man, but well, he is. His his mind control <laughs> from a circular structure. <laughs> he also also like one thing that is actual canon that was just like a supposition thing. Like he for a very long time when Jean Grey was like a fifteen year old girl was just like, oh if only she would love me. And so uh, she, and, are you, wow uh, yeah and and whatever Patrick got, Stewart why <laughs> what's up Patrick Stewart he's he's yeah, good yeah. he's a good Xavier. But no, the the no, comics. To be, um, but but uh, like it to the point that whenever he went evil, it became onslaught. One of the reasons why he was evil is because like he never felt love from Gene and was jealous. love. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so he's he's not a great person. Womp womp. She must she must have like skin 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 contact. Uh, so if she's covered. Like it doesn't matter what the covering is; it just cannot be skin to skin. So. If it's just cloth, mm. you know, that's that's fine. I guess fishnets probably wouldn't be good for her. No, I mean, probably not enough. <laughs> <laughs> she normally, which I would say is depending on the context, is either ex- like probably bad most of the time normally whenever it's with uh she's trying to get powers from men she just like kisses them which is like oh that could get to a real weird shady place like really quickly there lady the Um, optics of that is not so great (laughs) i mean i guess now i think people are understanding a little bit more but also like you know unwanted sexual contact of any kind right to anyone is bad right right um so but that's yeah. also especially whenever you're draining their life force and their memories yeah that's so <laughs> good. a little bit yeah. more invasive there lady yeah, yeah. Um, awkward yeah. <laughs> she, she can she can only absorb uh powers and abilities and memories from living organic people <laughs> so she can't really like gain powers from like uh the vision who is a synthesoid which is 
living, but mostly like you know robotic. Hmm. <clears throat> you used the word the word synthesoid. Why not android? Because Is that a more specific. It's a more specific. Form. Ah, okay. Like he's a synthesoid technically. All right. There's there are androids, but he is a mixture of like actual living DNA and robotics. Okay. So he's okay. technically living in the loosest sense of the word. Okay. Mm. And because he's a synthesoid, he can also cry. Oh. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite panels of the visions. It's like even androids can cry. Wait, didn't he have a baby? <laughs> he had a baby with what's her face? Okay. Okay, let me this is a, a thing that I like to talk about. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, uh-oh. I was thinking Vision's he did fluids. Have a baby. He's got fluids. <laughs> no, no, technically he did have a baby. He's got fluids. Technically he can't make babies, but what Wanda can do with her either witch powers or mutant powers, depending on what area you're in, um, she can be like, Hey, I want I want babies, but my robot husband's ding dong doesn't make doesn't make baby juice. So I'm gonna just imagine them. <laughs> I'm just gonna imagine myself pregnant and presto, I'm pregnant. Is that how that happened? Yeah. Wiccan, right? Wow. Yeah, Wiccan and Billy, who is basically just a copy of her and her brother. So she has twins of basically Uh, herself and her twin. Interesting. And also, fun fact, those babies became the arms of a villain. Oh, Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Sorry. Look up Master Pandemonium, Pandemonium if you want to see a guy with who normally has demons. And when I say not demon arms, demons for arms. Um, it, at one point, he just had babies for arms. And by arms, I mean hands. This sounds and, terrifying. Uh, yeah. And hilarious. I mean, great. It's, great, it's like campy. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like 100% it's good. Super campy. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So normally this is... Uh, temporary like the memories and the feelings Mm -hmm. and the powers will Mm -hmm. fade after Mm -hmm. a little bit um so but so it also depends on how long she touches the person so about like one second is about is about 60 seconds so one second equals like a minute or so of how long she keeps the Keeps oh right, right, right. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. Yeah. Also, no, one of the other things too is Gambit's like real good at not like dying when he touches her. Like he will <laughs> die, but like it's at a very slow pace. So like they can kiss and stuff occasionally without him like almost dying. Immediately dying. Yes. It's, yeah. It's that layer of grease. It just kind it's, of yes. slows <laughs> things down. <laughs> it's sec- that protective layer of sleaze. <laughs> <laughs> it's his sec- his his uh, tertiary mutation is he could. He could grossly kiss anyone he wants for for at least a little bit. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> this couple, quite a couple with their mm. kissing. Um, there is there is like an upper threshold uh, for this, for how long it, they stay. But if she holds on for too long, she permanently absorbs memories and powers. Yeah. Mm. Uh, huh. Such as with Miss Marvel. Or Ms. Marvel. Um, she can... Uh, absorb the powers of several superhumans at once and some of the cooler moments is of her being like yo i'm like one of the last people on the team i'm just gonna grab wolverine's claws and become metal and have like a psychic be like a psychic vampire and just like just go (laughs) for it yeah 
Did you watch Let's Heroes ever? Yes, I I'm one of the few people I I'm one of the few people who will defend Heroes up until the fourth season. Heroes was fine. Heroes was great. Why not? Save the yeah. cheerleader. Save the world. See, honestly, like I know a lot of people crapped on the third season, but like I really liked the third season. Because you had like the you had like the government roundup portion of it, and then you had the Siler being like, "I'm going to try to be a good guy, but it turns out I can't, so I'm just going to still, so I'm just going to become <laughs> unkillable, like literally unkillable." Literally. Um. Oh my god! It was also he became like, too powerful at the end. Is I only saw the first two seasons. Well, well, the third season, the third season, the opening shot was of him like stealing uh the girl. I forgot her name. Uh well the oh yeah she like can get broken and then yeah but, but, like, but, like, <laughs> but it showed but it was showing him it was showing him take her powers and since she doesn't die like he was she was it was showing it like it shows like how he he basically just like absorbs the powers through like their pure pituitary gland yeah and it's just like it's it's just like why don't you kill me and it's just like. What do you? Th- oh no! Wait! No, she thought she was going to eat his brain. It's just like I'm not a monster, and it was just like, oh. such a great. It was such a great. It was so good, and and then he gained the ability to shape shift, which means he could move the like the kill spot because the chill because she does have Claire. It was Claire. Claire does have Claire. Like, a kill spot. Go, yeah. But since he was able to shape shift, he could put it wherever he wanted. So he became unkillable and un like everything. It was like pretty cool. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I like Siler. <laughs> I like I like Siler a lot, mostly because Zachary Quinto is like a really good yeah. actor. Zachary yeah. Quinto's great. Zachary Quinto's yeah, he's great. Siler though is. Uh, I hate open. I hated that they debuffed uh, Peter like a lot because he used to be able to just absorb powers from like wherever, and then it, he had to do like the touch thing. I'm just like really, right. and like he, mm. he also had the ability to kind of like permanently absorb people's powers if he understood them well enough and he was around the person long enough. Oh yeah, Peter too. Peter was like mm-hmm. super. Cool. Yeah, Peter was like. I I'm a sucker for people with like power absorption powers because they have to kind of <laughs> like they kind of have to be vicarious. They have to kind of get their powers vicariously. So it becomes less of a you know a strategy. It becomes more of a in the moment thing. Also, she does go through like physical characteristics as well when she absorbs. So like Cyclops is. Like not Cyclops. Well, Cycl- he technically yes, Cyclops because he has portal eyes. Because of her eyes, yeah, yeah. But uh, but like Cy- uh, like Colossus, she would get the like the metal skin, or when she absorbs mm-hmm. uh, Nightcrawl Nightcrawler's powers, she becomes blue and furry. Mm-hmm. And Wolverine, she gets bone claws, which probably are painful to grow. Yeah. All of a sudden. But yeah, she doesn't get adamantium color claws because like the adamantium thing was added. Yeah, that's oh later. yikes! I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because he had bone just... claws since ah. he was a child, and then and then he got an adamantium skeleton, which makes right. him in blades. But she wouldn't have the adamantium. No. Oh, no. but she no, would, she wouldn't though. have the no, no, she wouldn't. She'd have his original. She'd have his original claws. Yeah. Like, cause those are add-ons. Okay, I see. Yeah. I yeah. see. And she can't control the power at all. Like we said multiple times, so right, it can be involuntary. Um, which is why she normally covers up. Which sometimes her costumes are not conducive to being like 
not accidentally touch because sometimes she has short sleeves. Just like I understand the your whole deal and you want to wear what you want and everything, but I would say you're one of the few people I would say you have to wear certain things because you can kill people. For, yeah. 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 And like I wonder about the um stability or the strength of the uh like the onesies that she's wearing. Like is that like I worry that it would be like a Lululemon situation where it's basically like one hundred percent like if you were to take a drink every single time she got her clothes nearly torn off completely, you would be <laughs> die of alcohol poisoning oh, before you got out of the eighties. Wow, <laughs> like, what a what a narrative device though for yeah, making that happen. Wow. And for her, for her right. it can actually be like a plot device instead of just being like, ooh, sexy. Although right. it can do bo- be both. It's, right. Yeah, it works Which, which honestly, best plot device is something that is emotionally resident and sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, aside from that, she is she has all of Captain, Captain Marvel's powers, or Carol Danville's powers, so she can fly blasts and stuff and she can't well she does lack one ability that captain marvel had more miss marvel and What's at that? that point is which because she be, she was able to just like kind of quick change as a power for whatever reason like it's just like hey i'm in my civilian clothes no i'm not i'm in my <laughs> <laughs> like rapid wardrobe change <laughs> yeah eventually she kind of excises some of carol danvers's uh stuff not the powers but the consciousness yeah yeah because for for a long time actually carol danvers took over completely her body because she was mad at being cooped up and someone else was pissed off yes one might be give me back my body (laughs) yeah so we're done talking about rogue i think that was super fun uh i like this idea i like your podcast i think this is like such a good idea to go through are there a question? Are there more books after this encyclopedias like that go into later comic book series and yeah, yeah. future developments? Oh, okay. They're not nearly as uh, long or expansive because this was kind of like a a singular person's like dream to just be like we need to like codify <laughs> to some make of this, this stuff. happen. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Mark Ringwall. Um, uh-huh. He it and I have all ten volumes. I'm in volume wow. six. And I'm just past issue three. I mean, uh, three hundred characters. So, oh wow! And and also, there's the Book of the Dead part, which are part of the volumes. Uh, they're two and a half volumes out of this, but, um, but yeah, there's a lot of characters. I'll probably hit about five hundred or so by the time I'm done. Oh my goodness! Yeah, there's so yeah. many. Yeah. Well, like when you kept saying Miss Marvel, I was thinking of the Kamala Khan Miss Marvel, not like Captain Marvel. Like yeah, for well, me, she, she wasn't a twinkle in anyone's eyes at this point. I know, so. right, right, right. That's what I. That's what I was thinking. That's how what, how it came up. Yeah. But yeah, it's she's a really interesting character that has a lot of interesting things you can do with her. Um, but Rogue, like for whatever reason, has never gotten like a like a super good outing in outside of the comics yeah i mean like i think with like her powers and just like it makes for really compelling storytelling if someone were to take advantage of that anyway (laughs) well yeah i mean they take tons of advantage of it in the comics but they just don't do outside of it which is which is honestly like she's one of the 
I mean, I won't want to say few, but she's one of the characters that I can expressly point out with like people just not wanting to do something with her properly. Because you don't necessarily even have to make it Carol Danvers. You could just make it another mutant who had the same powers. Hmm. Right. Like, like just make her not just a sad person who can't touch anyone. Make her a sad person who can touch people, but she's also super strong and can fly. Right, right. Mm. Or even just like start with that, you know? I mean, they people other heroes start with something else. Um, start with their powers. I mean, you don't necessarily. Well, I suppose. Actually, never mind. Cut all of that if you want. Because oh. <laughs> I'm thinking, actually, now, actually, yeah, there, that is a major part of like how they got their powers or whatever. So, scratch. Yeah, let's do your plugs. Yeah. So this, I, I am Daniel, uh, and that is Lindsay. Uh, Hello. And, yeah. <laughs> and we are from 33% Pulp, a podcast where we read pulp novels, split them into thirds, and recap them across three episodes with a guest host. Um, on social media, you can reach us at on Twitter at 33 underscore pulp. On Instagram, we're at 33 pulp. And our website is 33pulp.com. And thank you again for having us. We've had yeah, such a thank you. good time doing this mm-hmm. this week this week's episodes and um, being on Creepy Critters. That was super fun. Oh, yeah, that was oh, fun too. Oh, gladly have you guys cute. on again. Yeah, y'all should listen to it. And I'm really glad that I got the Rogue episode. Thank you very much. This is like actually one of the characters that I'm really interested in. <laughs> it's great. This is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters. So I talk about cryptids on that. The episode that's out now is probably their episode, if I'm th- if I count it off. But if it's not, then it's the next one, and you'll find it the one. Be- but whatever. Uh, <laughs> listen anyway; it doesn't yeah, matter. Anyway. It's going to be solid. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I have a I have a little cryptid. His name is Dexstar, and you can look at pictures of him on uh, on my Instagram at Marvelous Mooch. I just took a picture of him recently. Uh, where he was um, just being being cute <laughs> before waking mm-hmm. me up to. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a real cute picture. You should look at it. It'll probably be a few weeks back, but but you should look at all of them. Uh, <clears throat> do you want to see him grow from a kitten to a to a bigger bigger kitten? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> then check out my Instagram. <laughs> I also have a. Twitter, which you can look at the pictures of the people we're talking about, which is at Alphabet Flight, or you can go to the Facebook group, the HodgePod group. The description, the links are in the description. And if you'd like to support me uh, monetarily, you can go to my Patreon, which is also linked. If I get $25 a month, I will do a uh, an extra episode a week talking about the pets of Marvel. Um, yeah so uh, this that was a well-timed jingle yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh this has been alphabet flight and may madcap show you how truly meaningless life is bye bye, bye.